Welcome, everyone, on this beautiful Palm Sunday. Many thanks to the choir. It was very inspiring. I am Naya Swami Maria. This is Naya Swami Ananta. And I will be reading from Rays of the One Light. This is written by Naya Swami Kriyananda, and it's based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. So this is the particular reading for Palm Sunday. It's entitled, Who is this Son of Man? Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. On Palm Sunday, the throng joyfully acclaimed Jesus Christ as he entered Jerusalem, casting palm fronds before him and singing, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Lord bless the King of Israel. Jesus Christ had told the people, the Son of Man must be lifted up. His reference, so we are told, was to the mode of his impending crucifixion. Some persons on that occasion had asked, Who is this Son of Man? Was Jesus a human being merely? Those who, on Palm Sunday, called him King, little realized the actual nature of his kingdom. He was far more than what they imagined. Yes, of course, he ate, drank, walked, slept, and talked like others. His consciousness, however, was centered in infinity. Yes, again, he laughed like others, but his laughter expressed divine joy, not mere merriment. Again, he wept like them, but never with human grief. The tears he shed were for the sufferings of unenlightened human beings. Never were they shed in self-pity. Jesus Christ was wakeful in God. Most people, by contrast, are asleep spiritually. How strange to reflect that less than a week from that entry into Jerusalem so joyfully acclaimed, he would be arrested, condemned, and crucified. Such is the bitter sweetness of human experience. Smiles of welcome one day, insults, even persecution the next. How few realize that Christ's sufferings would not be for himself, but for people's ignorance for those who had not yet understood the deeper reality that dwelt also in them. Everyone is born trailing clouds of glory, as the poet Wordsworth put it. Even the meanest beggar has lived a story or will eventually have lived it, more magnificent than the greatest epic ever written. In the Bhagavad Gita, this dichotomy between the Son of Man and the inner Son of God is beautifully described. 
Sri Krishna representing God in human form reveals his true nature in infinity. In the 11th chapter of that great scripture, his chief disciple Arjuna exclaims, O infinite light, thy radiance spreading o'er the universe shines into the very darkest abyss. Thy voice overwhelms the roar of cosmic cataclysms. Lo, the myriad stars are thy diadem. Thy scepter radiates power everywhere. O immortal Brahman, Lord of all, again and again at thy feet of infinity, I lie in prostration before thee. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. from whispers from eternity with every stroke of my prayer I move nearer to thee father swimming in the sea of my craving for thee I find myself beaten by the winds of severe trials floating on cresting waves of pleasure and pain then sinking down into the depths of indifference I still keep looking for thy shoreless shore with every stroke of my powerful prayer I move nearer to thee Never shall I give up. Thou thyself, I know, dost look for my coming. Palm Sunday and next Sunday, Easter, are two good days. In between, there's some trouble. And that's the human condition, isn't it? We are charged to be the Son of God, not the son of man. And this is the teaching of Paramahansa Yogananda and the teaching of all the great masters. Jesus Christ, as uh, Swami Kriyananda commented on in this reading, is going through this process of Palm Sunday as the song and the soloists and then the choir um, clearly um, denoted with a consciousness of the duality. Who could detect that sad note? One of them was Christ. He was totally aware of what was happening. He was totally aware of what the week would bring. He was totally aware of why he was so popular on Palm Sunday. You all know that it was just a little bit before that he resurrected Lazarus from the dead, which has got to be a vote-getter. <laughs> but his, his consciousness doesn't come down to that level. He stays there in the Christ consciousness and he comes and now they're celebrating. Well, that's wonderful. I was always, as a little kid, I was a little Catholic boy, and I was always surprised that Jesus didn't really, you know, get into Palm Sunday, you know, like finally they recognize me. I've been doing all these miracles and here I am and come on, let's have a little, you know, Hosanna, you know, let's have a little singing here. And he wasn't, even, even as a kid. And I, and I was trying to figure out how it was portrayed. But as a child, I realized that when Jesus rode 
the donkey on Palm Sunday, he was even-minded and cheerful. He was calm and centered, but he wasn't leaving that place in his heart of Christ consciousness. He didn't. He never did. The masters never do. Why? Because it's better there than the ups and downs of the human condition. And he was totally aware of that. He went through this week detecting the sad note, yes, totally cognizant of the entire drama. And from that place of Christ consciousness, he watches it. And he watches as he rides, he watches the people cheering him and laying down palms and big celebration, which is definitely good. This is definitely a good thing. But he knows that on Friday, it's give us Barabbas. He's just totally aware of that. And that's the duality. He never leaves that. That's the Son of God. Master never left it. Krishna never left it. Buddha never left it. The avatars never leave it. Our job is to become avatars. Our job is to stay in that center and watch this drama, the good and the bad, the up and the down, from a place of infinite calmness. And Christ did. He watched it from that place. He knew that Judas would sell him out for 30 pieces of silver. That's one of the 12. That's one of his 12 closest disciples. So that got to be a heartbreak. No, he's calm and even-minded. Thursday, he has dinner. He has satsang. He gives initiation. He gives the Eucharist. That's good. And then after that, he's sold, and there's a trial. Does he respond in anger? No, even-minded and cheerful. And then there's Pontius Pilate, and they have a discussion, and Pontius Pilate is like, I can't, there's nothing wrong. What's, I, what am I going to do with this guy? Even-minded and cheerful. He's calm and centered. And then he goes through Friday, and then he goes through Saturday, and then Sunday he resurrects himself, even-minded and cheerful. Why do you seek the living among the dead? <laughs> He's doing riddles, you know? He's just calm and centered at all times. That's the Son of God. And our situation is the Son of Man. And we're striving to be the Son of God. We're trying to live in that consciousness. There's a story about Paramahansa Yogananda one time. He had started the school in Ranchi. School was pretty well established by now, 1935. He's back in India. And he, they're going to have a dedication. So he goes to this judge. And the judge is a, quite an important person. Master feels guided that if this judge could come and dedicate the school, it would be a good thing. So he goes and asks him. The judge sits there, and he just lays into Master. He tells him, you holy men, you know, all you want is the money. You know, all you want is the fame. I don't care about you guys. You're just, you're, you're nothing for this country, for India. You're just, you're just a loser. And Master, even-minded and cheerful. And then he says, perhaps you will come. So the dedication goes on. They get somebody else to sit in. Right at the time of the dinner, the judge drives up gets out of the car, walks over, comes to the microphone. He says, today is the happiest day of my life. He said, I tested your guru. I tested this Yogananda. And I wanted to, he said, I, saw, I wanted to see if he was, what he was made of. He looked really good from the outside, but, but I wanted to see how deep he was, how deep his truth was. And he said, I tested him. And he, was, he said, I was as rude as I possibly could be and as insulting. And Yogananda said, even-minded and cheerful. 
And the judge said, if you can produce one man like this, your school is a great benefit to our country. This is the reality, is that even-minded and cheerful wins the race. That's the consciousness of Christ. There's a great line in Samadhi. There's a lot of great lines in Samadhi, but one good line in the poem Samadhi is tranquil, unbroken thrill, eternally living, ever new joy, ever new peace. That's the line. That's the Christ consciousness. And that's Christ on the donkey. Tranquil, unbroken thrill. The consciousness at the point between the eyebrows when we are aware of who we really are and watch this drama from a tranquil, unbroken thrill, that's Christ consciousness. That's what Palm Sunday's about. Easter's about that too in the resurrection. But that's next week. We've got Sunday today. We've got five days. And we have a world that we live in. It has troubles. We have illnesses. We break bones. We get indicted, we, <laughs> whatever we do. <laughs> Bankruptcy, ex-wives, ex-husbands, lots of pain and suffering, <laughs> betrayal, even-minded and cheerful. Why? Because beyond the ups and downs, behind the intense suffering, and there is no more graphic suffering than what Christ went through in the next week, but the vibration of the Christ consciousness, the state of the Christ consciousness, is the solution. If we can stay there, if we can be there. Sister Gyanamada put it well, the things that happen to us do not matter. What matters is what we become through them. It happens. And it is because Christ endured this stuff, and Master in endured this stuff, and Swami Kriyananda endured this stuff, that we can look at them and say it can be done. Swami Kriyananda has quoted Master many, many times in the phrase that Christ did not come to show how great he was. He came to show us how great we could be. That's the essence of this path. And that's what sister means. Stuff happens and it's unpleasant, but it shows us the depth of our Christ consciousness if we can hold to it ups and downs, goods and bads. That's the nature of this world. That's the nature of duality. But to live in that light, that's the way out. So how do we do it? Well, first of all, as with every Sunday service in the history of Ananda, <laughs> meditation. <laughs> yes, you knew it was coming. <laughs> We've got to concentrate on that light. How do we get there? At the point between the eyebrows, in deep meditation, you let go of your body, and so your aches and pains, and your chronic disease, and your uh, stuff, the physical body. You let go of your attachments. You let go of your ups and downs, your taxes due. <laughs> your, you know, the stuff. You let go of that, because that is in the duality. That's in the dream. At the point between the eyebrows, I awake in thy light. I awake in thy light. Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed he that comes in the name of God. The name of God is Om. Point between the eyebrows is where you are Christ conscious. We absorb into that. And as we meditate day by day, week by week, month by month, decade by decade, life by lifetime, you penetrate into that light. 
And you touch that Christ consciousness. You touch that Son of God. You have to reach it. You have to go beyond the body. You have to have a self-image that gives you freedom, that gives you entirely untouched. And it is enjoyable beyond imagination of expectancy, tranquil, unbroken thrill. You realize that all this duality, the whole lot of it, the cheering crowds and give us Barabbas, is all the same. It's all this world of duality. It's natural. But that light is supernatural. You are supernatural. You are the Son of God. Every one of the members of this choir coming up here, each one is the Son of God. Each note makes the Palm Sunday song. Anyone that's off key, uh oh, <laughs> brings it down. Everyone that's in tune with that light, you feel that, you live that. Bring your consciousness to that point and live there. Try to remind yourself of that. The more you can, there's a lot of ways to do that. Japa, repeat, repeat the names of God. Chanting, sing a chant all the time, at work, at play, when you're having fun, when things are going bad, chant. Drown their noises loudly chanting, God, God, God. Chant whatever you want. Chant whatever moves your heart. But chant. Say the names of God. See your work as part of the Christ consciousness. Feel yourself and see it in others. It's easy to see this choir when they're singing like this. David comes up and says, start to sing. And music comes out. And it's just the voice of God coming out perfectly. And feel yourself in that. When you hear beautiful music, feel that. That's you. You're the son of God. You're not the son of man. You're not the body. You're not the problems. You're that perfect light. Always there. Tranquil, unbroken thrill. Eternally living, ever new peace. That's who you are. Remind yourself. Master said, repeat the poem Samadhi. But he said more than that. He said, visualize and imagine yourself in that state. That you're in samadhi. So at least in meditation, tranquil, unbroken thrill, a tiny bubble of laughter, I am become the sea of mirth itself. There's a poem where Master says, he says, a tiny bubble of laughter, I am become the sea of mirth itself. He said, say it over and over again. A tiny bubble of laughter, I am become the sea of mirth itself. That's Christ consciousness. You dive into that as deeply as you can. And then when the waves of trouble come, if they come, tranquil, unbroken thrill, Everything just happening. Let me tell you a little story about Swami Kriyananda once. Swami Kriyananda is about probably 20 years ago, but he had, a, his heart was giving him trouble. <laughs> Nothing new. But he, we thought that if he had a pacemaker, he would be better. So he went to the hospital in uh, Sacramento, and he went in for pacemaker surgery. They knocked him out. And in the surgery, the doctor tried to put in the pacemaker, and he noticed that Swami's valve in his heart was entirely shot. It wasn't working at all. And that's why his heart, he was having all sorts of troubles. So he, he decided that we needed to have, Swami needed to have open heart surgery, and he needed to have it soon. His life was basically hanging in the balance. I happened to be with Jyotish in the hallway at Mercy Hospital, in Sacramento when Swami Kriyananda was wheeled out of the operating room. Jyotish knew this, what had happened. Swami's laying down on the gurney and he's, he looks up at Jyotish, he said, how did it go? And Jyotish, even-minded and cheerful, said, not very well, sir. 
And Swami said, oh. And Jyotish said, Swamiji, your heart is failing. And you need to have open heart surgery. Uh, you need to have a St. Jude's valve inserted in your heart. And Swami, laying on the gurney, said, oh, that's not what I expected. Give me a minute. And I just stood there, and Jyotish stood there. And Swami took about 15 seconds. He said, well, what do you think, Jyotish? It was about December 10th. He said, should I have the surgery before the all-day meditation or after? <laughs> if I have it after, people will be worried about me during the all-day meditation. That wouldn't be good. Maybe I should have it before. Even-minded and cheerful. Not, where's my head? What's, this, what's good for me? What? <laughs> I couldn't even believe he thought of the all-day meditation. I was, wasn't thinking about it at all. I was thinking about, what are we going to do here? And he decided to have it before. It was successful. He had a St. Jude's valve put in his heart. Even-minded and cheerful. Just from that center all the time. The more you live there, the more it becomes natural. The more that your practice brings you there and holds you there. You can stand unshaken amidst the crash of breaking worlds. You can ride the donkey on Palm Sunday and thoroughly enjoy it because we're celebrating Hosanna in the Son of David. But you stay there all the time. That is the Christ consciousness. And each one of you has it. Each one of you is the Son of God, not the Son of Man. God bless you. Have a beautiful week.